This is an Nexus Special, episode 33, Apple September event, 2014, on Tuesday, September 9th, 2014. And now, one more thing. This Nexus Special is hosted by Brian Mitchell and Ryan Rampersad. Hey there. Hey. How's it going? Uh, going well. Yeah? How was that Apple event? It was it was fun. That's good. Yeah, excited for all the new new stuff they announced today. Yeah, they uh, announced quite a few big things. Yes, the the main ones I guess being iPhone six, iPhone six plus, and the Apple Watch, as well as some other new things incorporated along the line as well. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, let's begin talking about the uh, iPhone six and its bigger counterpart, the six plus. Yes. Well, they start the six is a four and a half inch. Sorry, no, four point seven inch display, whereas the six plus is five point five inch. Um, the six plus has a nineteen twenty by ten eighty resolution, being ten eighty p, and the uh, six has a smaller. I don't remember the numbers off the top of my head. Yeah, it's no, like no, um, thirteen thirty four by seven fifty. Yep. So it's not even quite seven twenty p there. It's kind of weird. It's matching the 326 PPIs on the other iPhones. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I think the iPhone 6 is even downscaling their content, their imagery. So it like yep. renders large and then downscales to 1080p. Yeah, the the 6 Plus will use at 3x image assets and then scale it down, which will be a whole lot of fun for designers who have been using one-for-one for, one one pixel ratios. Well, more. I think for game gamer game designers, they, they won't have a problem. I think they can use it for one-for-one, one, but the... Uh, you know, everybody else I don't think is going to have too much of an issue either. I mean, everything is already handled by the system for the most part. Yeah. So what about the just the design overall of both of them? I mean, they have the both same design, just one's bigger. So what about the design? Well, um, they are an aluminum body, as Apple has been doing lately. Um, I believe there's less glass than the last iPhone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to get up a nice photo of it right now. But um, it's got a glass display with rounded glass on the edge, which I think will be nice. Um, That's very interesting. Yeah, I think it looks nice. I'm I'm going to, I think, try using it without a case at first, just because it's, I don't know, I feel like it will protect itself with the aluminum and things now. But um, the, the sleep button has been moved to the side. Good for right-handed people, bad for left-handed people. Yeah. Um, the, the same volume and silence mute toggle is same place. Um it's the six is six point nine millimeters thick, and the six plus is seven point one millimeters thick. Um, Still really small, thin. Yeah, they're th- the thinnest iPhones yet. Um, they have the new A8 CPU, still sixty-four bit, um, and the new M8 motion coprocessor with a new sensor. What is it? Uh, the uh, barometer. Barometer, which will measure the air pressure, which you can use to get a an elevation thing too, which I thought is super cool. That is pretty cool, and I I feel like. Normal people would never notice that it was there until apps incorporated in some strange way. I mean, it's really obviously there for the, 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 the fitness apps that they added. Yeah, I wish I had that this summer when I climbed some water towers. To mm-hmm, definitely. So what about the uh, new camera? It, it seems to be protruding from the, the case. Yes, I think with the, the iPhone being a little thinner, the camera still had to be the same thickness. Um, it still records in 
1080p, and they still call it the EyeSight camera, which is a terrible I, name. Terrible name, yeah. Yeah. But uh, you can now record 1080p at 60 frames per second, which I think is a huge plus. It'll be really nice. And then mm-hmm. slow motion up to 240 frames per second, which is doubling the previous 120 frames per second. Impressive. So is the uh, resolution the same? Same eight megapixels. Same eight megapixels. Uh, same f-stop of 2.2 and uh, 1.5 micron. Uh, by pixels in the sensor. Um, however, the iPhone 6 Plus has optical image stabilization, which should help a lot for um, video, I think it was for. Mm-hmm. But also new in these cameras are um, a new technology that would make autofocusing take about half as much time as on previous iPhones. Yeah, they, they talked about how there were, were these uh, focus pixels that would use a, a special type of uh, technology to focus much faster, very much like a uh, DSLR lens and CMOS sensor would work. Yeah, bringing the high-end stuff into a phone. That's what the Apple does. Yep. So, uh, what would the what what are any new battery life statistics that we get this year? Yes, the batteries are supposed to be much better. The iPhone five six the iPhone six plus can obviously hold a lot much larger battery, but um. The audio playback has gone from 40 hours on the 5S and 5C up to 50 on the 6 and 80 on the 6 Plus. Video playback has gone up from 10 on the 5 series to the 11 on 6 and 14 on 6 Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, 8 hours on 3G um, up to 10 hours on 3G on the 6 and 12 on the 6 Plus. And from 10 LTE and Wi-Fi to 10 LTE 11 on 6 11 for Wi-Fi, 12 on LTE, 12 for Wi-Fi 6 Plus. Also, standby apparently was 10 days of standby on the old 5s and the 6, but up to 16 days on the 6 Plus. Um, That's pretty good. Yeah, and it still uses lightning connector. And um, So I may have said talk time on 3G. I meant internet use. Mm-hmm. Talk time is 10 hours on the 5 series on 3G, up to 14 on the 6, and 24 hours on the 6 Plus. It sounds like the 6 Plus might be a, a two-day phone kind of thing. Right, even... definitely. I, I, of course, you know, it depends on how much you use it during those two days, but it, it does seem like the battery increase there is huge. Yeah, I think that phone might be able to go for two days without being needed to charge. Mm-hmm. But we'll have to see. And so they also mentioned that they uh, added like new a new gyro, like they just updated their gyro technology to be way more accurate. I think that's kind of interesting. That lets them do some new uh, panorama stuff. Yeah, the was that talking during the camera or because that was earlier. I think the streamcraft got on me, but yeah, I'm not really sure what what they did. Uh, there was some kind of uh, when when they were talking about the gyro uh, or the the barometer. They also mentioned that they updated everything in the M8 so that there was a new accelerometer, a new gyro, more accurate and stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know they said the panorama pictures can be. 43 megapixels now, and a lot of seamless stitching where you could tell a little bit on previous ones. Mm-hmm. So uh, which which one would you get? I I am going to get the iPhone 6, the 4.7-inch display. My uh, my contract um, with my iPhone 5 expires on Sunday. I'm hoping I can pre-order it on Friday still, because I won't be activating it until the next week. But right, yeah. I'm not sure if I'll be able to do that or not. So right, we'll see. and you're going to go through AT&T, right? Uh, I think I ordered mine through Apple when I got my five. Okay. But whatever, whatever one I can get to first, mm-hmm. without it crashing and whatnot. So. Yeah, yeah, you know, because that's what happens every every year. Yeah. Yeah. So, what about the other models? The um, 
the five S and the uh, five. Like, what what happened to those? Are those still going to be sold? The five S will still be sold for ninety nine dollars, and you'll have you can do sixteen or thirty two gigabytes of storage. And the five C will be free on contract with eight gigs. Yeah, I can't. I don't. I hope nobody tells anyone else to buy a five C. Just walk out of the store. And don't buy a phone if you're going to get a five C. Just don't do it. It was, you know, it was an okay phone, but with 8 gigs, I would not recommend it whatsoever. Right. Well, and especially for a mere $100, you could get a real phone. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll be seeing deals in the 5S soon anyway. That'll right. bring it down to 50 or whatever. Oh, anyway. absolutely. You know, I'm I'm sure by the, you know, like, uh, you know, closer to Christmas, we'll be seeing those deals. Yeah. So what what's the price of the uh, new 6 and 6 Plus then? The six and six plus start with sixteen gigabytes for um, two ninety nine. Sorry, one ninety nine for six and two ninety nine for the six plus. Mm-hmm. And then we skip thirty two and go right to sixty four for an additional hundred dollars. So two ninety nine for the six and three ninety nine for the six plus. And then there's a new hundred twenty eight gigabyte option for an additional hundred dollars. Huh. So, so what you're telling me is that I could get a MacBook Air for the same price. Cheaper. Mm, cheaper even. Wow. You know, that's that's pretty scary when your phone not only has better resolution than a MacBook Air, but also just is more expensive than a MacBook Air. But if you get it on a contract, it will be cheaper. Oh, but then I have to pay through the nose for having an iPhone on a plan. Yeah, that's mm. very true. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that sounds like a good deal to me. So what are some of the other new features with the, the iPhone that were shown? I, I know they had a, a new payment system. Yep, Apple Pay um, is a new thing. There's NFC in the new iPhones. Near-field communication. So mm-hmm. Apple is really pushing to get NFC stations around the country and the world, I guess. I think just the U.S. at first. Yeah, um, I think they're starting in the U.S., yep. And that'll be able to authorize and pay for you with just tapping your phone to this device in the store. You don't need to show ID or credit cards or anything. Just tap your phone. Um, yeah. Also, the, the the 6 Plus has a few... and uh, Its landscape is almost like it's an iPad with its kind of a dual view kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. They showed an example with a calendar having your month view on your left and your your week or day view list on your on the right. Also, if you tilt the 6 Plus on its side, the dock can be on the right instead of the bottom. And like okay. the other kind of turn, instead of just having it be portrait on the side and everything be portrait. So. Well, that's nice. So, some new features there. And the iPhones will come in silver, gold, and space gray. I, I think it's – I'm glad they didn't add a new color because that would be ridiculous. I mean, there's already in, an insane number of iPhone models now. You don't want the product red iPhone 6 Plus? I, I'm I, Well, so, like, no, I don't. I, al- I also don't need the Robin's Egg Blue or the insanely neon green iPhone 6 Plus. Turn back Bondi Blue. Well, <laughs> you know, people would buy that. I, I don't doubt it. Yeah. So there was a uh, another thing. A one more thing. Yes, they brought back the one more thing that Steve Jobs used to say. And when when this happened during the keynote, everybody just went wild. Yeah, it was something to see. Yeah, it was. It's it's pretty good. Uh, so let let's talk about the one more thing then. What was it? That was that would be the Apple Watch. Not the, the iWatch. No Apple Watch. They hmm. dropped the i. I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. But it stinks if you're not on a a Mac or iOS device. You can't use the Apple. Unicode symbol because that's only on OS 10 or iOS. I I know that I'm I'm okay with that as a Windows user. I don't force you to write the Windows sign whenever you talk about Windows. Just just write like, Apple. That's true. Yeah, I think that's what it's going to be called. Yeah, everywhere. But anyway, um, it comes. There are three different models. The 
standard Apple Watch, Apple Watch Sport, and Apple Watch Edition. The the watch is a um, it's like a polished aluminum or steel, I think steel steel alloy, yeah. And um, and that comes in all of these watches come in a 38 or a 42 millimeter size, so it's a slightly smaller one if you want to go down by four millimeters. Mm-hmm. Um, the Sport comes with a brushed aluminum finish, I think, and with a sports band. And then the edition is 18 karat gold, which I bet will cost a little bit more. But oh, probably at least a hundred dollars more. They, they said they start these watches start at 349 dollars. So you know that's not actually a, too bad of a price. You know that's actually uh, right where I think this kind of a product would be. If you think a nice watch, traditional watch, might be around that range. Exactly. Too. Yeah. Well, and I also think about it as, well, we already knew the uh, iPod Nano that was mounted to a watch band cost $150. So just pretend that you're mounting two at once, and then this is what you get. <laughs> but there are several cool features about it, too. So it's got a sapphire-coated or sapphire coated screen, so much, much harder than glass, um, I think which is very necessary for a watch. Because you're just going to be hitting things into it all the time. Yeah, it's always out and around. Um and so it has both a your standard touchscreen, but also a pressure sensor thing as well. So you can tap and push the screen, and they do different things based on how you touch the screen, mm-hmm. which I think will be very interesting to play around with once I get my hands on one. And then there's a a button on the lower right hand side of it that will bring up your favorites and let you draw little pictures with them or call them or something too. It, that that picture thing. So it's very reminiscent of the iPhone and iPad, you know, when you, uh, you know, double tap the uh, home button and the app switcher comes up, but also those people icons come up. Yeah. It's very similar. Yeah. Also, PictoChat on the Nintendo DS. But it's so nice and pretty in this version. It goes to dust. I think that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, so describe how that looks. Um, well, you draw on it, it's on a black background, um, and it's almost like a neon color kind of thing. You draw with your finger on this. Tiny touchscreen. I don't even know. I guess well, 38 or 42 millimeters, but um, it's pretty small. So you kind of draw little messages, and, the, and then it'll slowly fade away after a few seconds. And then the other person can see that and draw something back and have little drawing conversations. It's it's kind of fun and it's kind of cool. It's a nice well, you know, it, it's a nice simple stock app to show what's possible. Yeah, I think it's I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. I don't um, know. I I, I what I, my my favorite feature of that, of course, is that you can just tap. And it'll just send a, like a little silent ping through the vibrator. Yeah, I think that's cool. Would would they call that vibrator? Of course, the Apple Taptic feedback thing. <laughs> they had a whole module for that in the in yeah. Demos, well, you know, vibrator motors do have to be kind of big, so I don't blame them for that. Yeah, and then the the uh, final way of interacting with the Apple Watch is a little rotary dial with a button on it as well. So. You can. They use that to kind of scroll in and out of the views. So scrolling in or out of a map or on the home the home screen, and then you can press the button to select or go back a level or something like that. So that was kind of weird to me. So if you press the button down, is the whole circle thing the button? Is that how that works? I think so. Yeah. So then, normally, when they what they said was that when you hit the button, when you press that crown button, it will bring you back to the home screen. So I wasn't sure how you would ever select things. It wasn't clear to me. I think you tap. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense then. And so they're calling that button the digital crown. 
digital camera. Yeah. Which is funny because there's nothing digital about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was interesting when they were presenting this. They didn't mention that it was a touchscreen for a long time. They didn't. They they. So I was like, is it going to be? Because that kind of seems like a cool thing too. Right. But. It is touchscreen, which I think is ultimately the better way to go. But. Well, I mean, imagine if it wasn't touchscreen, how much more limited functionality it would have. Yeah, I've used the Pebble a bit, and you can do some stuff, but it's really difficult to do a lot with just three buttons. Yeah, exactly. So what else can this uh, this watch do? Well, it has some infrared lights on the bottom of it to take your pulse, um, and there's, of course, the haptic feedback. Um, it has a speaker. It looks like it can control music on their phone, and maybe even play it on its own, streaming from a phone. It does require an iPhone, iPhone 5, 5C, 5S, 6, or 6 Plus. Yep. To use. So is, um, that, is that anything that can run iOS 8? I'm assuming that's kind of what they're going for there. Yep, but not V4S. Okay. I'm guessing this is something similar to Siri, yep. not being iPhone 4, because it probably requires a little more power, and, and the 4S just isn't quite there. With it, Definitely, so. yep. And it has Siri on it as well. I'm curious how you enter something on the keyboard with it. I it don't never think, does that. I don't think you do. I don't think there's any keyboard support. I wonder if they would do dictation through Siri or not. Oh, yeah. I, so I think um, the guy, uh, I don't know what his name was, Kevin Lynch maybe? Uh, yeah. He came up and demoed um, doing just like Siri dictation, sort of, you know, ask Siri a question, and it worked for him. So then if you had to refine your input or anything, it'd probably just ask you to do the same. Yeah. He, um, he showed an example of contacting someone who was in the top of the recent, so we just tapped that. But I was curious how you would add someone else. I'm guessing through dictation. Yep. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and if it's already somebody in your address book, you'd probably just scroll through that list of people that's shown. Yeah. Yeah. They also, I, there was a cool, uh, you know, little utility built into the messaging system that if somebody asks you a or kind of question, like, do you want to get Wendy's or do you want to get sushi? You know, uh, they can present you with a quick response button. Yeah, the uh, suggestive type, of, like quick type on iOS 8. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the iWatch. Sorry, Apple Watch. Yeah, Good. that's yeah. never going to work, is it? iWatch or Apple Watch? I, I think that's really cool, and I wonder what other, you know, quick, you know, response message commands they've built into that, because I think that's really nice. Yeah. Um, uh, they're, for charging for the Apple Watch, uses the a magnetic... Uh, what's the word? Conductive-based MagSafe charger. Mm-hmm. Man, that thing looks nice. Yeah, just snap right on. So I kind of wondered why. So why doesn't the why don't the new iPhones also support using that charger? I think that's strange. I think this. Uh, I think having a cord plugged into a watch is a strange thing. I I agree, but I think well. So, so I think this is a really nice charger compared to all of the other smartwatches from from Motorola and Asus and Samsung, where they have all the exposed contacts, this is by far the best design. But it also makes you wonder why the iPhones didn't come with it too. I think ultimately the inductive-based charging is to make it more um, water-resistant, dust-resistant. Oh, definitely. Yep. I'm curious you know, how waterproof things it is. Yeah, they did not mention its you know waterproofness. They didn't mention a, a uh, specific release date, just early 2015. Mm-hmm. A, they released starting at $349. They didn't say specifically which model costs what. But we can guess. So the, with, the entry-level model will cost the 350 The sports one will cost $100 more. And the edition models will cost $200 more, at least. Do you think sport is going to cost more? I do, yeah. How come? I'm curious. Well, so... I think it's got the brushed 
aluminum, which probably is cheaper to make. Well, so it it had. I I, I mean, I think that's what their their gold was. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess it could be the same price as the regular one, but then I don't think they would make the differentiation then by name. They would just say we have this different texture. Yeah, I'm curious to see what the exact pricing will be. Also, then they release nothing on battery life. No, also, suspiciously. And I'm also curious how it does communicate with the iPhone. I'm well, assuming Bluetooth, I'm but... assuming Bluetooth also. But I read somebody's tweet that the uh, Apple Watch will record the distance you run using Bluetooth and Wi-Fi with your iPhone. So if that's true, then it almost seems like it can work independently with Wi-Fi also. Yeah, but I know the Apple Watch also has new phone communication because it can do Apple Pay. Right. So, yep. But if it has support for the iPhone 5, 5C, and 5S, it needs to use Bluetooth properly. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I also think it's kind of interesting. So, like, what if you were going on a run and you just wanted to, to track your steps and distance and stuff? Would you have to bring your iPhone? I'm not sure. That's a good question. Because if you did, that seems kind of like a useful, useless peripheral for the fitness category of what this is working for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and they also introduced... The would have is the... Um, the pulse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, and they made yeah. a, a nice uh, fitness app and exercise app workout, yeah. I think is what they called it. Yeah. And they have some goals on it for how much activity. You have a goal every day to stand up once every hour for 12 hours, um, mm-hmm. getting 30 minutes of your blood flowing faster, I think, something like that. Yep. So, I'm, again, that was a nice example of a stock app. Yeah, I'm excited to, I'm going to definitely purchase an Apple Watch, and I'm excited to try it out and have fun. Yeah, sometime in early 2015. So when do you think that would be? Probably March. March? Okay, well, I was thinking February. I mean, I would like January, but knowing Apple, it's going to get delayed a little bit. Well, I think January is risky because all of the people, you know, after Christmas have no money, and then they have no opportunity to be given it also. I feel like, yeah, I feel like end of February is probably a good, hey, my birthday's end of February. Mm. Well, there you go. That's what they're timing it for. Happy birthday, Brian. Uh-huh, exactly. So the um, iPad 2 was released on, or was announced on February 23rd, 2011. Happy so, Oh, okay then. <laughs> oh, see how easy that was? <laughs> so I think I think that could be a good indication of when it could be shown. Yeah, I feel like that last week of February probably as well. Yeah. So do you think the time they're taking now is like just a ramp up in supply, or do you think they're still doing refinements or any improvements to I it? I feel like they probably wanted it to be ready by um, the holiday season, Yep. but it got delayed. Mm-hmm. So, But I think they probably delayed it so it could be finalized and ready to go rather than issues. They probably had a few hardware issues, Um or even software, I guess. Right. So then I have a, a follow-up question to that then. So if it's being released in February, let's just pretend that's when it is, do you think yeah. they would release another version 2 in the same 2015 year? Um, I'm not sure. That, that's, a, that's a good question. Because they did that with the iPad. I think that was the iPad 3 to 4. You know, they had the iPad 3 in February, I think, and then the iPad 4 in November. If they did something like that again, I don't think anybody would be too angry, but the improvements would have to be very tangible. Yeah. Um, I think that since it's the first generation of it, they're probably going to wait a year mm-hmm. just so they can try and push for more people to buy it before they upgrade. Because if people know another one just came out, they may not 
want to jump on and I don't know. Well, I, I think of it on the other hand that Apple might not want to ever release a product in February ever again because what a terrible time of the year to release something. It burns up people's winters. Well, yes, it does, but it also alienates everybody who could have gotten it for uh, you know during December, which is a lot of people. Yeah. So I, I feel like they, if if anything, they would release another one in October or November, just you know, refreshed models, just to make sure that they can keep doing it. Yeah, I think they will either release a new updated one then, or wait an, an additional year mm-hmm. at least one then. I suppose they could wait. You know, in, until June of 2016, then. But that seems like so long. You know, it's 2014 now. It'll be February then. Waiting an entire year in six months seems really awful. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. very true. Yeah. So, any any other things that Apple did today? They uh, redesigned the website. Yes, the website looks new and it, it it's pretty. It doesn't have that awful black thing anymore. They and there's a mobile optimized version as well. Oh, I have not looked at that yet. It's snazzy. There, you know the the hamburger. Yep. It, it turns into an X, and it looks really cool when you tap the hamburger. I highly recommend it. It's a nice animation. Oh, that is pretty fancy. Oh, that's pretty good. Well, they also did um, some th- other things on the website. The website no longer carries, you know, the the well known and legendary iPod Classic. Yes, that 2009 iPod is no longer. So I don't I don't know is the store back up yet? I don't know if the store is up at this time yet. Nope, the store is still down for me at this time. I am loading it. I'm not sure if I can. It looks like it might be up. Okay, maybe it is. Yeah, it looks like it's up. Why? Mm-hmm. You know, in in Morris, uh, it's up. In in uh, the Twin Cities, it's not. Really? I, I guess so. My CDN is better than your CDN. That that's right. You have, you have a uh, whole fiber CDN there. Well, it's from the same data center as the U of M. Well, I guess you're not there, so that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that, that's true. Well, so, I mean, it's it's kind of sad that the, uh, you know, iPod Classic didn't even get one more update before it left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, I, don't, I don't know if there's anything else. Uh, on Twitter, there's, you know, tons of people in the demo room posting pictures and stuff, so you can just go to Twitter to see those things, I suppose. So is there any other, you know, ideas or things you thought of for this event? Um... I'm just hoping that I can order my iPhone 6 before my contract is up and have it be okay, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to use iOS 8 when it comes out on the 17th. Yep. Next Wednesday. Um, I don't know, am, I, am I missing something? I think that's pretty much it. I mean, this this event, uh, you know, the rumors before the event, people thought they might also include the iPad Air 2 in this event, but uh, clearly they didn't. So does that mean we'll have another event later this year for the iPads? Maybe. I'm I'm curious if they they're going to have to have the event pretty soon. I feel. So and I think I, last year they yeah. had uh, an event in September and then another one in October. Yeah. So I suppose they could do it then. What else would they include with that event though? They can't just have an iPad and an iPad Mini update. They'd have to do something else with it, right? New Apple TV, maybe. New Apple TV, maybe. Yeah, it's possible. I suppose new uh, new Broadwell based uh, MacBook Pros and MacBook Airs maybe. Maybe I don't think they would have a presentation unless they did a major hardware redesign though. Yeah, that's true. Well, I suppose it's uh, it's just about time for a new MagSafe three, right? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not either. I'm I'm finally just getting used to MagSafe. Well, I've been used to MagSafe too, but I'm finally 
knowing a few people who use it as well. Right. And that's really nice. Mm-hmm. Well, I suppose they could just not have an event for the, the updated, you know, uh, iPads. I mean, if, if all that's changing is their cameras and their storage sizes, I suppose it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that uh, pretty much sums up this September Apple event. I think so, too. So uh, where can uh, people follow you online when an Apple event is going on? Um, the best place during Apple event is to follow me on Twitter at tech4789. Um, my other Twitter is theman4789. And my website is brianm.me. See, you and your fancy domain names. I got a new one, too. Yeah. I brought that me. I have nothing on it right now. Oh, well, that's good. It's free, so I got it. Free domains are the best. And, of course, yeah. you can follow me just about everywhere, but especially on the Twitter of Reinemar, and, of course, on Google+, which is where I post, you know, pictures and things of what I'm doing, whatever it is. Uh, and, of course, you can also follow me on my blog, which I have recently revived. You know, it's very nice to have a blog again. Uh, new, new mobile publishing scheme. It's very nice. Handy to have. And, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's all I know for this Apple event. Yep, and uh, thanks for joining me, and uh, have a good one. 